0: what we some kind of suicide squad i am iron man you are a toy i live my life a quarter
1: mile at a time
0: server anakin i have the high ground
1: i'm gonna steal the declaration of independence i'm simply saying that life uh finds a way welcome back to the big movie boys podcast the only podcast that left to get cigarettes when you were seven years old and never came back I'm your host, Jeremy Bauman. With me, as always, is the amazing Ben Stitch.
0: What's good out there?
1: And Bellagio Bob Liebel.
0: How's everybody doing? I'm still hungover from
1: Black Wednesday. And joining us this week, a very special guest, one of the biggest movie boys out there, Gary Bauman.
2: And doubling down as we speak.
1: There we go. Nice we got a bunch to talk about this week, including a couple of news items that came up in the last week or so. We've got a father-themed Big Movie Boys challenge and a review of Ocean's Eleven. But first, Mr. Bauman, if I may call you that. Or Dad. How does it feel to be on this (laughs) side of the podcast?
2: Well, I'd like to congratulate the three of you for finally adding a guest who lends credibility to this podcast. (laughs) Um, but so yeah, actually listens to it too. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, like I said, I'm doubling down. This is a, a listener who actually watches movies. Um, but it, it it feels good. It feels good to be on this side for once. You know, I'd like to get back on the uh, the listening side. There's more surprises happening on that side, but it's all good.
1: All right. Well, let's see. Uh, let's see what kind of expertise you can bring to the table with our first uh, couple news topics here. I think a movie that you've been dying to see for a long time now is the Clifford the Big Red Dog <laughs> live-action movie. Is this going to crack your top ten when it comes out?
2: i um, dying to see it since I saw the trailer 45 seconds ago, so I'm not <laughs> sure if it's quite at the top ten yet, but, you know, it's got potential.
1: What do you boys think? Are you excited, finally, the live-action movie we've all been begging for? I'm
0: afraid, actually. I'm more, I'm more scared than excited because that dog is freaky looking. This can't be like an actual, like, not big budget, but this can't be like a... This isn't a theatrical release, right? This is straight to streaming, straight to DVD, right? I mean, it, who
1: wants to see this movie? I don't know who this is for. I wouldn't be surprised if this is straight to VHS in 2021, <laughs> honestly. That's is like Clifford, the caliber we're looking at.
0: Is Clifford still like a relevant... Book that like kids read like because that's what it was right the children's book I feel like I remember it, it was a, a book little, and a TV show like okay a cartoon I think but like I never really was into it like is this yeah are we the audience like people who grew up watching it or reading it potentially or is it like, aimed who for kids for. now
1: I could not tell you I think they just the way every movie gets greenlit these days is that's something I've heard of before someone will probably go see it if we make a movie out of it but even then I don't know that. Clifford, the big red dog, is the IP that whatever executive greenlit it thinks it is. The dog's creepy, though. It looks like the dog's just covered in like blood or something. Like it doesn't—it <laughs> doesn't look like a
0: big red dog. It looks like a dog that just you know killed a rabbit and smeared the blood over its body.
1: <laughs> I also don't like that it looks like a puppy that they just scaled up. Like I was—it does yeah, look like a puppy. Yeah. I always thought the Clifford was like a, an adult dog. And I imagine it only has a lifespan of maybe 18 months. I mean, big dogs typically don't last that long.
2: But
0: <laughs> Clifford is, is 10 feet tall and weighs two tons, I'm pretty sure. So.
1: I do remember that book.
2: Yeah, this was never anything I ever got into. If you remember it, you were on your own, I think.
1: <laughs> Not one you read to me? I
2: don't think that was one I read to you. <laughs>
1: Well, I do remember you reading me tons of Jeopardy questions back in the day. So that's how we'll transition into the next bit of news. Ken Jennings named the first interim host of Jeopardy following the untimely loss of Alex Trebek. Not that big of a shock. Uh, They did not say that they're moving forward with any uh, permanent host, but they are going to run through a couple interim hosts before they make that decision. I think Ken Jennings is probably the no-brainer pick here
0: yeah uh that's what i was thinking when it first happened and like you see like i even saw like betting odds for who would who would take over and like he he was i think number one and then like jimmy kimmel was on that list people like that but I, it makes sense to do a trial run with people because it's such a famous role and it potentially could be like the next 30 years of jeopardy then so you want to get it right but so i i definitely think ken jennings i don't I don't even watch Jeopardy enough. I probably watch it, like, two times a month, I feel like. So it, I'm not going to be too worried on if Ken Jennings is great or not, but it seems like the right pick, at least to have him be the first interim host. I watch it pretty regularly. Not regularly. I probably catch one episode a week, I'd say. You know, if it's on and I'm just hanging out and I see Jeopardy, like, you know, I'll, I'll put it on. And I, I think it is true he is a no-brainer pick just because of like, a million different reasons you can name. But the thing that I'm concerned about is, like, his, like, likability. I don't know if that's, like, the right word to describe it. I feel like Alex Trebek was such a, like, I don't know, just, like, he, he, like, invited you in, like, when you're sitting on your couch, it felt like Alex Trebek was talking directly to you. I feel like he had such, like, a, a warm, comforting voice, and, like, he was such a cool guy. I feel like Ken Jennings doesn't have that, because he, at least for me, he always seemed a little creepy. So, like, I, I think <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how he does it. He's going to come off as creepy, I think, and I think that'll be the problem with it. And, you know, who knows how long he'll be the interim host for until they try somebody else. Who knows? He might just fucking take it and, and be perfect right from the go. And he might just become the permanent host. But I think I envision him being creepy. That, that Bob, what I see. Bob, you saying the creepy thing makes me think of Family Feud back in the day where was it Richard Dawson just kissing oh, the contestants right on the lips. I want, he I should want be in Jennings to do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that
0: guy should be in jail.
2: Yeah, my take in on Ken Jennings is that you definitely need a host who is intelligent enough to uh, come off like he knows the the, the questions because uh, it is he's reading the questions. Right. Um, and Alex Trebek was excellent at doing that. I'm not saying that Alex Trebek you know was that intelligent and knew all these things, but he certainly came off of that. I think, like Bob said, he's got a creepy factor in the fact that he probably knows all of the you know all of the questions.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, he, he might almost come off cocky too, be like, oh, you don't know this? Like, he, cause, you know, he's the fucking smartest person in the world, apparently.
1: Do we have any other picks for who we want to see as an interim host?
0: Breeding Rainbow Guy is the
1: other. Ben is,
0: I saw that, that same betting sheet that you saw, Ben. I saw that as well. It was Ken Jennings as one. It had, yeah, LeVar Burton as two. I think he'd be good. I, I, I could see him doing it. Um, he might come off the similar warmth and welcoming feel that Alex Trebek had. I think LeVar Burton would give that off as well. And I think he could do the same thing. Like uh, your dad just said that, like, yeah, Alex Trebek doesn't know every single answer. Like, I mean, he comes off as a very smart guy. Will LeVar Burton know every single answer? Probably not. But I think he'll also come off the same way where it's, he's believable and intelligent. And I don't know. I would rather see him than ken jennings but i
2: I think will ferrell doing alex trebek is is a shoe-in
0: that would be amazing (laughs) oh we'll probably get a cameo at some point i think i would think so that would be awesome if that happened
1: you got any other picks ben
0: no i i want to pull up that list again because like i see like the basic like hosts you see like um you know steve harvey i'm like i don't think he would ever do that he's too goofy you need someone who like uh like Gary was saying, you need someone who seems like they know the answers, even though they might not necessarily know all the answers. But, yeah, that's why I think Ken Jennings is, like, a good start just because he is super smart and you can actually believe that he has the intelligence there. But I, I don't know enough about, like, LeVar Burton. What What's he in? Am I am reading, I dumb? Reading, reading Rainbow.
2: Uh, Star Trek The Next oh, okay. Generation.
0: Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, see, but I, I'd be interested. Oops. I think I'll watch, like, the... Anytime it's a new one, I think I'll try to watch and see how they actually do.
1: I'm gonna throw my vote out there for uh, Matthew Gray Gubler. He has got an eidetic memory in Criminal Minds, and therefore probably oh does know all the answers. <laughs> hey, I'm dumb enough to believe
0: that that guy is playing himself in Criminal Minds. So <laughs> for all I know, he is that smart. So my, my last because it's ABC, right? So my last one would be like Michael Strahan, isn't he on ABC? No, you he's I can up see him box. doing something. He's on Fox? Th- no, but I for the Good, Morning. Good Morning America, that's on oh, uh, No, ABC. Michael and Kelly or whatever. Oh, okay. Then... Or, it used to be Regis and Kelly. Oh, now okay, Michael yeah. Strahan is Regis Philbin. I don't know what happened there.
2: Yeah, and you need somebody who's able to pronounce the tough words. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> he, he does the gap, have the lisp. <laughs> the gap in the teeth might, have, might affect his pronunciation.
1: Alright, and then uh, I don't know what your guys' Christmas plans were. I'm sure COVID ruined them, but HBO is trying to make them better again because Wonder Woman 1984 is coming to theaters as well as HBO Max on Christmas Day. And they're not doing the uh, the Disney Plus bullshit. You're not paying another $30 on top of your subscription. It's just going to be there with your subscription already. I think that's pretty sweet. It was a movie that the trailers interested me at least. So the fact that it's going to be free on Gary's credit card... I'm down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, free is a relative term in this case.
1: No, so, I, so I've seen,
0: or I'm sorry, I haven't seen the original Wonder Woman. I know it's very good. I know a lot of people that have seen it. I want to watch that, and then I believe I'm going to watch this, this Wonder Woman when it comes out as well. Because like I know the first one's good. I assume this is also going to be good, at least from the trailer and everything I saw. It looked entertaining. So I'd say I'm actually pretty excited for it. I'm excited to watch the first one, and then this one when it comes out. I think that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, I didn't watch the first one either. Unless the first one was Gal Gadot just singing "Imagine," then I did see that one. <laughs> but other than that, I haven't seen it. And I saw some headline uh, news articles saying like can Gal Gadot save movie theaters. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's that's kind of heavy to put that all on her. But the fact that it's going to HBO Max 2 feels like it, it's not going to be helpful for movie theaters. And I know my parents liked the first one, so. And I know they normally would go to movie theaters, but they're just going to pop this one on HBO Max probably on Christmas. So I don't think uh, Gal Gadot saves movie theaters, but I think HBO Max doing that will get a ton more people to watch their movie.
1: Well, she did already cure coronavirus with that uh, Imagine viral video. So I wouldn't be surprised if she saved movie theaters on top of it. But I mean, I liked the first one enough. I think it's maybe the only DC movie that I would rank above any MCU movie and that's only beating out like thor 2 and hulk it's still still not quite at marvel tier but it's better than a a couple of the marvel movies which is high enough praise i think and like i said the trailers for this one looked pretty sweet so i'm definitely definitely going to check it out if not christmas day then shortly after did you see the first
2: one i did I, i did see the first one i thought um just as jeremy said it was for the dc world it was a pretty good movie um I'm definitely not opposed to watching this one.
1: All right. Well, now we got our Christmas plans. Who
0: else is in Wonder Woman besides Gal Gadot? Chris Pine. I have no idea. Okay. Oh, he's i knew it was one of the Chris's. I just didn't know which one it was.
2: Robin Wright.
1: Oh, she
0: is too. Okay. MCU got
1: all the real Chris's. So the DC (laughs) got the store brand Chris.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Chris Pine's a good actor.
0: He's funny and horrible bosses too. That's like the only thing I've seen. Because I, I never watched like the Star Trek ones.
1: Yeah, that the first Wonder Woman movie might be like the only movie I've seen him in. And he was good enough in that. Don't know how he survived from World War One or whenever that movie was until 1984 and looks exactly the same. That's the biggest question I have going into this movie. But I don't know. We will see. In the meantime, though, let's get back to yet another Big Movie Boys presents Who is the Biggest Movie Boy Challenge. And if you couldn't tell, for the uh, first week of December, we're doing a Father's Day themed episode. Very on point here. (laughs) Uh, The way this challenge is going to work is that I had my father, you each had your fathers, come up with what they consider the top 10 best movies of all time, which Gary then so generously put together for us. So there are potentially... 30 different movies on this list, although I imagine there's probably some overlap. What we're going to do is we're all going to take turns. We're going to try to guess what movies are on this list. We can either focus in on what we think our own fathers put on there, or we can just guess more broadly. If the movie we guess is on the list, we get a point. If it's on the list multiple times, meaning more than one of our fathers put it on their list, we get two or three points, however many people put it on the list. Do we all understand the rules, boys? Yes, sir yeah all right bob is going to guess first i'll guess second ben's going to guess third we're going to do 10 rounds of guessing
2: am i keeping track
1: and you're going to keep track of the score over there so uh i'm interested to see how this plays out i'm interested to hear uh what these lists look like when we're all said and done i have no idea what to expect going into this i really have no idea what either of your fathers might have put on their lists. Um,
0: yeah, you and me both, because I almost ruined Thanksgiving asking my father to make a list of his 10 favorite movies. <laughs> the stress and anxiety that this produced in my house. He literally yelled to my mother, Colleen. He goes, Colleen, I don't know 10 movies. I can't do this. <laughs> so going into that, let's think that my father literally said he did not know 10 movies. So it'll be pretty interesting. Um, I do know one, though. There's this is one movie that I know is on the list. If it's not on the list, there's going to be a lot of fucking problems. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna zero in on, on my dad's pick. Um, I'm gonna go with it. This is like the only movie that my dad knows. Con Air.
2: And that's the number one movie okay. on, on Keith's list. So Bob, congratulations, you got a point.
0: I don't think you guys understand how important the movie Con Air is in my house. My dad sees my dad probably sees on television or a streaming service one to two movies a year in theaters he probably sees one movie every 4 to 5 years so con air he's seen like 200 times like if my dad's like i got to watch a movie
1: put on con air every time bob watches space jam keith watches con air 3 times <laughs> have he, have any of you seen con air
2: i have it on dvd
0: it's it's not the best though. No. Like, is, is that is that your number one movie in the world, Con
2: Air? Um, I will say that Con Air did not make my list. Um, okay, I will say for an action movie, as long as you know you're not looking, you're just looking to be entertained. Not a bad movie. Prime Nick,
0: Nick Cage being Nick Cage though.
2: Nick Cage with a horrible Southern accent. Oh, it's,
1: it's so fake.
2: <laughs> but he is a badass, so we're going to give it to him. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Con
1: Air. All right, well, Bob took my first guess, unfortunately, so I'm going to have to pivot here. <laughs> I'm going to go with The Godfather.
2: The Oof. number one movie of all time. That is my That, that was on my list, so we're going to give Jeremy a point. Ooh, only one. No one else's? No one else's.
0: And, and previous listeners will know that that is my deathbed movie.
1: Yeah, give Bob a point for that
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should have went second because that's definitely what I was going to guess next after, after this weekend I should have put it on man I wasn't, I wasn't feeling too hot <laughs> <laughs> that's great <laughs>
2: All right. Uh,
0: yeah my first guess I think I'm going to lean towards guessing another uh, Gary movie here and I'm going to go with one that we've watched on the pod and that's Goodfellas
2: Goodfellas is on the list and yes it is on my list
0: Cool. There we go. Well done, boys. Oh.
2: You're all one See, for one.
0: Gary is good to guess for because he actually likes <laughs> good movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to even think about my dad. My dad doesn't watch. He watches a ton of movies, but I feel like they're just random movies. Like he'll just watch it if it's on like FX. I'm not really sure what to even guess for him. If it was yeah. Seinfeld episodes, I think I could do it. But
2: and and, all right, I got and that. when all I'm sorry, Bob. Uh, when all is said and done, I'll I'll throw out a little trivia. For the movies that happen to be on these three lists, so
0: Ooh, I'm excited for that. I'm going uh, <laughs> to keep guessing your movies though, because I think yeah, you're the easiest to guess for because you actually know good movies. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Pulp Fiction.
2: I had a double check my list. Pulp Fiction is not. On Ooh, was that it the eleventh? It was um, the eleventh one. <laughs> actually, it wasn't. I have um, I have an extra seven that are, you know don't count in the top 10 and unfortunately just based on my criteria pulp fiction did not make that list either
1: Ah, uh, all right well i'm not
2: saying it's a guess. bad movie believe me
1: all right all right, all right. you saved a future guest for me there bob i'm gonna just double down godfather part two well
2: that's the second best movie of all time uh, so jeremy i, well shit. <laughs> shit, <laughs> I, I should have
0: guessed, guess guessed that
2: well done jeremy with you Should we
0: just guess every gangster movie ever? Is that what's on your list?
2: You do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben, okay. I believe it's I am, on you. I am
0: up. You know, I'm gonna go for a guess here with uh, Bob's dad. And, uh, cause he's a big poker guy. I'm going to go with what I think is one of the best poker movies of all time and go with Rounders.
2: Um, I agree with Ben that Rounders is one of the best poker movies of all time. However... That's Ugh. a big. That's a big no can do on the.
0: There's no way my dad's ever seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know what that is. Um. Okay. Let's see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on the Keith. I'm on the Keith train again. I'm gonna go with A Star Is Born because I know that is the last movie he saw in theaters.
2: And A Star Is Born did not make the list.
0: What a scumbag!
1: <laughs> All right. Do I just? Stick with the uh, the top movies of all time. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna give it a Shawshank. The, oh,
2: this that's is a, a very good guess. this is a very good guess, and I think the reason it's not on my list, and it obviously is not on the other two lists as well, is because it's on every time you flip the channel, and I think the <laughs> fact that I've seen it 172 times dilutes its uh, its wonderfulness. So unfortunately. Shawshank did not make the list.
1: It's tough. You hate to see it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It certainly deserves a spot at the table, but uh just didn't happen this time around.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go
0: back to guessing my dad. And he's if anything, he he does like sport movies. I'm trying to think of like his favorite ones. Maybe he maybe he went sentimental. Like the only sentimental movie I could I don't think he's a big uh miracle fan, so I'm not gonna guess that, but I think Field of Dreams might make his list because I've watched this probably like five times with my dad. And Field of, Field Dreams.
2: of Dreams did make the Brian list. Okay, I saw uh, one. Like. Okay. Okay, right, so Ty- just a quick I recap th- at the end of round three. Ben and Jeremy are tied in first place with two, and Bob has one.
0: All right, all right, well, I'm about to add another one on. I'm going to go with – I'll be honest with you, I wasn't paying attention. Um... <laughs> Shocker. Shock. <laughs> Did we guess Wolf of Wall Street? Uh
2: there was no previous Wolf of Wall Street. The Wolf of Wall Street then. Okay, Wolf of Wall Street is not on anyone's top 10 list. Nope. what? It is in my bonus 7, but you don't get any points for Interesting.
0: that unfortunately. Oh, all right, all right. I'm I'm dying right now.
1: All right, I'm going to keep the uh, Scorsese train rolling. I'm going to say it Departed. I swear.
2: Departed, very similar to the Wolf of Wall Street. Did not make mm. the top ten, but made the extra seven. So unfortunately, no points.
1: Damn. This okay. Is hard.
0: This is so much harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I thought we were going to do it differently. Where yeah, Jared, that we talked about earlier, where we'd le- read the uh, movies and then guess who said it. But that, I guess, would be way easier. Yeah, because my dad would be the ones you've never heard of.
2: <laughs> I, I would agree that would be way, way easier.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go. It's my turn, right? Yep. Yep. Um my dad's a big Indiana Jones fan, and I don't know how vague I can be by just saying Indiana Jones. So if you need if it's on there and you need me to list like a certain one, I'll go for it.
2: Yes, you need to be specific considering, you know, there's 147 of them.
0: Okay. Uh, let me I need to look up which order they came in because I think he likes the first one the best, but I don't know the name of it. Well,
2: the name of the first, one I don't is...
0: know if we can do that, Ben on the spot. Looking is up. that cheating.
2: Well, I can tell you what the name of the first one is.
0: Okay. tell that
2: one. Um, the first one is not Indiana Jones at all. It's Raiders of the lost Ark. Okay. Uh, and I can name the other four if you'd like as well. In no, I got
0: them in front of me now. <laughs> I, I, it's not crystal skull. I can guarantee that one. Um, shit which one was it they all look like they're the same um i'll go with yeah i'll go with writers of the lost art
2: that is not on the list
0: shit that could be an opening for someone okay i'm gonna go with indiana jones the is it temple of doom is that the name of one of them
2: that is number that is the second installment of that and that's the one you'd like
0: i'm gonna go with that one yeah that is
2: not on the list damn it oh i wasted a guess
1: Jeremy,
0: round it out, get it. I so I hope my dad didn't put Indiana Jones then. <laughs> I'm I'm
1: not guessing Indiana Jones. I was I'm trying to figure out if if there's any crossover on these lists at this point. I'm trying to go for multiple points here, but. Um, uh, you know what? I'll say it just to piss Bob off. Give me Return of the King, the best trilogy of all time. Oh, dude, my dad doesn't watch those fucking movies. He's He can't pay attention that long.
2: Um. Well, yeah, that didn't make the list. <laughs> you guys suck, by the way. <laughs> All right, Ben.
0: What, what guess is this, number five?
2: This is your fifth guess, correct?
0: I'm going to go with just like a classic. Maybe it's because I told you guys before his criteria that he watches it if it's on TV. And this movie's on TV all the time. I'm just going to take a guess at it and go with Forrest Gump.
2: Forrest Gump is a good guess. It is a wrong guess.
0: That's not on anybody's list? It that
2: was my next guess, man. It is not on anyone's list. Although, wow. Like Although, like other movies that you have guessed, it, you know, it deserves it. Damn it. All right, I
0: got one. I, I right, feel so pretty confident about this one. We are
2: halfway through, and if anybody remembered oh, the recap after round three, <laughs> it's the exact same at the end of round five.
0: All right. Well, I'm. Hey, I said it at the end of round three, here comes another point for me. I'm going to go with the Dark Knight.
2: Now it would probably be on all three of your lists, but unfortunately, <laughs> it did not make the yeah, list of my, any of my your My dad fathers. hates those movies. <laughs>
0: the hell! That's why it's tough to guess. My dad, he likes none of the same movies I like.
1: All right. I, don't, I got one or two maybe vague guesses that I hope will cross over, and then I might kn- just need to narrow in on what Gary might have written down. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Saving Private Ryan.
2: I have to look on my list because that movie sounds familiar, but it did not make the list.
0: That's big. Wow, oh, this man. is tough. I'm just looking up like, because I don't even know what to guess. I didn't do any prep like Jeremy did, and I'm sure Bob didn't do any. No. <laughs> uh Mine would all right. My next guess. Uh, I recently watched it. This is a Gary guess, I don't know if it's actually on his, but my guess is going to be the silence of the lambs.
2: Yes, no, that uh, that is not a Gary, Keith, or Brian <laughs> guess. And you all guys right. are all for your last nine collectively, just so you know. We are, right, we do
0: one. not know our fathers. I got one, I got one. I'm gonna go.
2: It just left my head. <laughs>
0: son of a <laughs> bitch, I had it too. Um, what was I just gonna guess? Okay, uh, Toy Story.
2: Hmm. No, <laughs> I'm really. I'm one Was that something that you thought might be on uh, your dad's list?
0: I thought. I know Jeremy likes it, so I thought like you guys watched it, like father son as kids, and I absolutely. Not. Well, I, I'm sure we did,
2: but it is a cartoon, and I have taste, so
1: <laughs> uh, we watched I gotta, it as I can't kids, wait. Bob. <laughs> When me and my dad were kids, we used to watch <laughs> Toy Story all the time.
2: Oh, all right, no. Jeremy.
1: I don't even know what to do anymore.
2: What, ra- what round is this? Uh looks like we're in seven. Oh, dear God.
1: Christ. All right. Give me Apocalypse Now.
2: I can understand why you would say that. <laughs> um, there have been times where I've said, wow, great movie. Top not Tom ten. Not a top tenner, though.
0: All right, uh, I'm going to go back to thinking Indiana Jones and maybe steal a point, because I think Gary was hinting that I was on the right track, and I'm going to go with the one we didn't say, The Last Crusade.
2: Well, I, if I, you know, pushed a hint, I certainly apologize. But that is a Brian Yes, oh, Jeremy, you should have just went with it. Yep. God damn it. Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade co-starring Sean Connery.
0: R.I.P. Alright, I'm gonna go with Avengers Endgame.
2: Not on anyone's list.
0: Jesus. I had to throw that out there. Just just thought. I'm just change. guessing Jeremy's list at this point, hoping <sighs> it's Gary's. <laughs> I know I know Jeremy better than I know my own father. So.
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, Jeremy didn't send me his list.
1: <laughs> Man, I don't even know. I I've felt so confident in my last four guesses. The fact that I haven't gotten any of them is making me second guess everything. I'm gonna go with the Matrix.
2: No, the Matrix is not. I thought
1: it might slide into one of the other two yeah. lists.
2: Um, after Ben makes a selection, because you guys have been so pitiful, I'm not gonna give you a hint in in general. I'm just or, or specifically, I, I might try to help you out a little bit. But go ahead, Ben. Let's let's hear that uh, round uh, eight pick. Oh, okay,
0: and I'm in the lead too, right? So this could be, this could be, uh, yeah, Blake.
2: that's correct.
0: Um, uh, just looking at famous, movies. oh, I think my dad's a fan of Jaws. I think someone's a fan of Jaws. Someone's got to be, I'm going
2: to go with Jaws. I think a lot of people are a fan of Jaws. Unfortunately.
0: Oh my God. He always
2: hits us with that. No top tens. Okay. Well, my general hint was going to be exactly what Ben just said. You know, a lot of these movies that you pick are a little bit more recent. Um, you know, we're old. Your dads are old, so some of these movies might be older than you guys are. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. Not necessarily. Right. I'm not saying that that's the case across the board.
1: I that, got. That's one. been my tactic this whole time. So I don't know if that, <laughs> that helps me at all. Okay. I got one.
2: All right. So before <laughs> we start, just just a recap. We're we're eight rounds in. I believe we're only doing 10. And Ben is holding a 3-2-1 to two to one lead. Ben, Jeremy, Yikes.
1: I'll ask you guys right now, Ben, it's your choice because you're in the lead. Do you want to go 12 guesses or cut it at 10?
0: Well, I want to go 10 since I'm in the lead. But if you guys overrule me, that's fine.
1: I'll do 12. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do 12. All right. All right. Um,
0: so, Bob. I'm up. Yep. Fast Times at Ridgemont High,
2: Bob. I want to congratulate you. You just got yourself two points. Wow! Yes, sir,
0: Shit. who was the other list? My dad was one of them. I'm assuming your dad was
2: one of them, and Brian was also one of them. <laughs> Woo! I
0: kind of thought about that one. I didn't know he put, would have put that in his top ten, though. No. Damn! Not even movies on that my radar. dad. Movies that my dad has acknowledged that exist. <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Con Air. <laughs> I was saving I knew that one I knew he was gonna put that one too. I was saving that one. I didn't think it would be on your dad's though too, Ben, so I'm happy about that.
1: Uh let's go with an oldie but a goodie. Give me Star Wars Episode five, Empire Strikes Back.
2: Well, I'm just gonna shoot you down right now. Damn it. However, had any of the Star Wars made the list, that would have been the one. Um, hmm. I have my personal philosophy and this does not obviously go to your father's gentlemen. I had a, I had a problem putting any one of any huge series, uh, on my list. Cause you know, there's nine star Wars movies. How do you single one out? Same That's way,
0: a great hint. Cause my next guess was going to be Jurassic park. So I'm going to steer, steer clear of that one. Um,
2: again, this is just me. Anyway,
0: I guess my dad might have said it, but I don't know what Keith is, what's going on in his head. I don't even want to guess for him anymore. I thought my rounders guess July. for his was like smart. It makes sense, but um, I'm going to think back to my dad. I'm thinking like a movie I just saw that was on. I don't if it was Paramount. No, I don't think it was Paramount or FX, one of those ones, but it's a Thanksgiving movie and he probably saw it in it. The, I'm lo- thinking, the, the Longest Yard? i'm thinking my dad picked this movie because he just recently saw and didn't know how to think i'm gonna go with a steve martin classic planes
2: trains and automobiles you have a logical mind mr Stitch. that was on your father's list all All right right. um so we are on round 10 of now 12
0: i vote to go back to uh 10
1: rounds
2: (laughs) although uh bob's right behind you now ben so because he got that two-point bonus
1: yeah. I'm now in jeopardy of losing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm
0: going for another I, I'm gonna go with I'm going go with the I know this is the last movie that my dad saw. He's very impressionable. <laughs> American Sniper.
2: Um again a well thought out oh. plan. American Sniper is on Keith. God, Whoa! Oh it's,
0: let's, I thought you just faked <laughs> me out so hard there. I, <laughs> Oh, my God, I thought um, you were about to tell me that it wasn't on there. No, You're American Sniper that.
2: is on the list. Congratulations. Let's go.
1: I I felt so confident in my <laughs> list of guesses here. I got to go strictly for Gary movies just to make up some points. Don't screw me. Hunt for Red October. Hunt for
2: Red October. I'm I'm surprised it took you this long. Yes, Hunt <laughs> for Red October is on my list. And Keith's? Uh, just, no. Just mine. <laughs> He we got four, know what that three, is. three here. Um, well, we're gonna wait for Ben, and then I'll give you. A okay, recap. all right. I'm just gonna go with another
0: classic movie. Uh, I definitely don't think my dad doesn't like scary movies, so that's not his. I don't know. Maybe Keith watched this when he was like ten years old and loved it. I'm gonna go with uh, The Shining.
2: Personally, I think if any one of us would have hit it on my list, on the list, it would have been me. I didn't, so no, unfortunately. Mm. Not happening. So, a recap with two rounds to go.
0: I'm switching my mentality here.
2: Bob with four, and Jeremy with three.
0: I'm switching my whole game plan here. Wait, are we
2: on round 11? Yes. Okay. So we have Um, two more rounds to go, and it's anybody's game. I am going to go with
0: uh, Finding Nemo. Terrible guess.
2: Yeah, it was a terrible guess. (laughs)
0: My dad <laughs> likes Finding Nemo, I thought. Oh, <laughs> Apparently okay. not as much
2: as, you know, ten other movies. <laughs>
1: Shit. Okay. God damn it.
2: All right, Jeremy.
1: I see so many avenues for these last two guesses here. I don't know which one to take. Uh, I think it's entering the zeitgeist once again. Hopefully it was on the top of someone's mind. I'm going to go with Die Hard.
2: I'm surprised it didn't make this list. But it did not make this list.
1: <laughs> it's not good oh, man.
2: <laughs>
0: it's, I'm it's, totally it's just thinking good. about my dad now, and I'm just switching to sports movies. Now I just got to figure out which ones he likes. I know he likes... Uh, I'm not going to say it, because if I don't guess it, I don't want you guys to guess it. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... Uh... Bad news bears. I feel like that was on a bunch when I was a kid. I feel like I watched that a bunch.
2: It probably was, but it didn't make his top 10.
0: Damn it. This dude, he gets, he's probably too emotional. Probably didn't pick comedies.
2: All right. With one round to go, it is still 4 4 3. Letting you guys know, I got one
1: locked. We're about to have a three way tie. <laughs> All right. Robin Ben, I'm with go. the correct
2: answer, you can knock Jeremy out.
0: I got, I think I'm going to go with uh, Inception.
2: Again, probably on all three of your lists, didn't a so so bitch. to this one.
0: All right, so Bob's looking at his top ten movies right now. and just guessing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the Gary movie of all Gary movies. It better not screw me here. Passion of the Christ. Wait, what? Passion of <laughs> the Christ. I'm like, wow, you watch okay. it every year.
2: Oh, I don't. Actually, I watched The Ten Commandments. Ooh,
1: I had that Warriors cross there.
2: <laughs> um, the good news is neither one of those movies was on my list. All right. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, ben, ben can ben, win. Ben for the win. Okay,
0: um, I'm just thinking. I typed in classic sports movies, and now I'm just hoping my dad picked one of these. I don't, and popular sports movies came up. Um, he definitely doesn't like any of those ones. The only one that's standing out to me, because baseball ones, I think I would have guessed the only baseball one he would have picked. Maybe for the love of the game, just because uh, Kevin Costner plays in the Tigers uniform. But you know what movie I actually watched a bunch, and it made me think I could uh, play for Notre Dame football? I'm going with Rudy. He fucking loved that movie, I think.
2: He did. He did love that movie. Oh, No. For nice. the win, Rudy. As long as list. I'm
0: not the, I don't even care about winning. As long as I'm not the, the, the smallest movie boy is that how we call it? Jeremy uh, is the smallest
2: movie boy. Yeah, and uh, and and it's funny because my list is sitting here twenty feet, not even twenty feet from him. But uh, I want to
0: hear the lists.
2: Well, yeah, we're gonna go over the list. We got to um, go over those before we, uh, before I go over them individually. I'd just like to tell you the difference in uh tastes between the three (laughs) fathers if we may um just from a just from a an academy standpoint uh brian had one out of his 10 that was nominated for best pitcher keith had one out of 10 that won best pitcher Uh i had four winners and two nominations
1: No, no surprise there.
2: Yeah, so uh, so that's that.
1: Before you read through them, I'm curious, was there any overlap whatsoever Fast besides? Fast Times was the only okay. overlap wow. of all. So there was wow. 28, how was that right? 29 movies?
2: 29 movies uh, possible. You guys got 11.
1: <laughs> Ooh, not, not yeah. a good percentage. <laughs>
2: all right, we're going to start with Brian, um, only because Ben kept saying that, uh, you know, He thought he got all the sports movies, and three of the remaining five are sports movies. Wow. Um, You got uh, different sports, however. There is still a baseball movie out there. That would be The Natural. Oh, is that the one that was filmed in Buffalo? That was filmed at War Memorial in Buffalo.
0: Oh, okay. I feel like he never made me watch that one, so I wouldn't have guessed it.
2: The other sports movies, I'm surprised you guys didn't get Dodgeball.
0: Oh, oh, my, he's my a dad, big movie boy. My dad picked Dodgeball? He did. I know he watches it with us. I didn't think he liked it as much as we do. Uh,
2: he also picked Caddyshack, the best movie about caddies of all time. Uh, Caddyshack's oh, okay. on my list, That's Yeah. Yeah. Um, rounding out his list was The Firm. Are you boys familiar with oh. The Firm?
0: Yeah, I just watched that. He he told me like to watch that, so I watched it, but I didn't think it would have made his list.
2: Um, It was a good movie, Tom Cruise, and also Planet of the Apes. I put a little asterisk next to it. Not exactly sure which one—the original with Charlton Heston, which I would have picked, or the really bad remake with you know Marky Mark. (laughs) It's funny. He
0: he. I I don't know which one I would have guessed either. He definitely would have wouldn't have picked the uh, James Franco one, but he. Uh, That's called uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, but he loves the Charlton Heston one, and I think he sneakily likes the Mark Wahlberg one. So we would have had to get him on the phone to clarify.
2: Well, since he didn't clarify, I would have given you either one of them. Uh, I okay. was once I got the list. I wasn't going back to ask questions because my biggest <laughs> question to Keith <laughs> would have oh, no. been why did he. Um, why did he put in a four-episode miniseries in his list of movies? Oh my
0: God! It was just the stand. It was
2: the stand.
0: Let me tell you about the stand in my house. And Bob would have guessed the stand. That would have been incredible. My four dad points. doesn't know that's not a movie. My dad doesn't know that's not a movie. <laughs> okay. My dad will tell anybody that will listen. Have you seen the stand? It's from what like the, the 90s. It was a miniseries on. Like TV from the '90s about a Stephen King book. Yeah, My but... dad fucking loves The Stand.
2: Okay, The Stand was one of the best books I've ever read. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the miniseries, although I watched every second of it, mostly because you know the movie or the four series, four episode miniseries isn't as ever good as good as the book.
0: Of course, he put a TV show on. <laughs> of course he did, But to his
2: credit, that was the only one. My other question for Keith: He he did a he's he did put the Karate Kid. Again, I'm going to assume the Ralph Macchio and not the um the Will Smith yeah, kid. Yeah, the Will Smith kid one.
0: My dad doesn't know <laughs> who Will Smith or Jaden Smith is. <laughs> oh, okay, so perfect. I, I think we're safe to assume it's the the Ralph Macchio.
2: All right. Um his Academy Award winner was Titanic.
0: Oh my oh, god. I could not guess that. Um, I That's almost the other did, but I was going to think like None of them said Titanic, that's wild. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. And then rounding out his
2: list, since you guys only got three of them, uh, Days of Thunder, another Tom Thunder. Cruise movie about race car driving. The Hunger of Games. course. <laughs> the
0: Hunger Games? <laughs> what? Is he a 16-year-old girl? <laughs> I don't
2: know. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't differentiate, so I'm assuming just the first one. He meant the whole
1: trilogy. Yeah. Or whole trilogy. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, I want all of them. <laughs> um,
2: another race car movie, Talladega Nights.
1: Mm. Uh, we should have guessed Christ. we should have gone down the NASCAR path for Keith. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and uh Back to the Future. Almost guessed I it. I almost
1: guessed that thinking uh that's Gary might have it. Yeah. Yeah. Right,
0: that would have so, been a
2: good guess. So now we're on Gary's uh list. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna say that my list wasn't gonna be very easy for you guys to get because there's probably a couple on here that you've never heard of or you know definitely fringe for you guys. But uh let's see, the usual suspects.
1: Oh, that's, that's a good one.
2: Uh, Django Unchained.
1: Almost. Oh, I couldn't figure okay, out which Tarantino movie to pick, so I didn't pick any of them. Yeah.
2: The Warriors. Okay. I
1: don't know that one. Considering
2: that all one. three of you are former warriors, you know you should have just thrown that out there. But yeah, that's wow. a yeah. 1979 movie about a New York street gang. Classic.
0: Of course a gang movie. Of course.
2: Um, the Outlaw Josie Wales. Never heard of recently. that. Classic Clint Eastwood. Uh, Rocky.
0: Oh, oh, wow. Oh, man. I'm, I thought you didn't Rocky. pick
2: any major uh, series ones. Well, I guess that one was. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, except for the one that he except did. Except for the one I did. And then the <laughs> one that I'm shocked Jeremy didn't get um, is immediately Can after I... his pick for Hunt for Red October. He wants to guess.
1: Is it L.A. Confidential? It's not, oh, okay. although that was oh. my first
2: DVD ever. No, Gladiator.
1: It's on my list. I oh, almost my... said it. God, Jeez, so Jeremy. Close. Yes. I was Jeremy, about what a horrible
0: too. son
2: you are. Well, when he said,
1: he, that might have been my next guess, except he said older movies. And when did Gladiator come out?
2: 2000? Uh, 2000. Yeah. Oh, 20 <laughs> yeah. years old.
1: Yeah. I'd said, you said older movies, so I guessed Star Wars. That came out Forty years ago,
2: now we should have guessed Outlaw Josie Wales, Rocky, or The Warriors, which were also.
1: <laughs> I wasn't gonna guess any of those. I almost guessed Gladiator. All
2: right, for what it's worth, the list, the you got. I think you guys said The Wolf of Wall Street and Departed. Um, the other five on my extra list was Troy, Avengers: okay. Infinity War.
0: I knew there'd be one of them.
2: Vision Quest, which I don't expect you guys. Oh, know. no, I
0: know that one. That's a. I hate that Tim Allen movie.
2: It's not a Tim Allen movie. You're thinking oh, of thinking the Santa
0: Claus. Gal- Galaxy Quest?
2: Galaxy Quest is the Tin Man. <laughs> Vision about. Quest is Matthew Modine as a high school wrestler. Oh yeah, okay, I've uh, heard of that movie. The Princess Bride.
1: I considered that. Okay.
2: And Stripes.
1: Stripes oh, okay. is on my list to guess as well.
0: See, I watched like the first twenty minutes of Stripes and couldn't get past how uh, what's his name, uh, Bill Murray, just like immediately threw a TV out of his window or something, and I was like, I can't buy this.
2: Oh, he threw a basketball out of his window. That
0: that's what it is. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay, uh, but anyway, that rounds out my uh, my list. So um, kudos to none of you, but uh, Ben, <laughs> you win.
0: I uh, my dad's a sucker for sports movies, and I I should have went to it earlier. I should have went to that
1: well earlier. Hey, at least I didn't lose. <laughs> yeah, we're all super thrilled about Bob not losing. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: Jeremy, let me uh, let me pull up the
1: list of movies and have you guess here. Oh, thank you. Thank you for taking uh, <laughs> the reins on this one. Let me know when you're ready with that list, Ben. Yeah, I have it up right now. Ready when you are. All right. How many movies are on it? What are, what numbers am I guessing? One to 100. <laughs> wow, you put in the extra work this week. I appreciate it. I'm going to go with number two. Oh, it's bright.
0: <laughs> oh, you got bright.
1: Oh, man. Damn. Damn, I'm legitimately not thrilled to watch this, partially because I've watched it before. <laughs> so it's an extra bit of punishment for me, and you guys will have no idea what I'm talking about when I. You could it.
0: also lie. I feel like if this was Bob and he already watched it, he would no. not rewatch it. Oh, God, no. Yeah, no
1: way. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I've forgotten everything about this movie because it's that bad. But I guess we've got that to look forward to next week.
2: And before we get into our recap of Ocean's Eleven, I did want to bring this up. This is a fun little thing, and I don't know if you guys have ever done it. Do you ever look up what celebrities, what movie actors or actresses share a birthday with you?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, some, yeah. Okay, Ben, Ben, no? (laughs) No one shares a birthday with me. (laughs) That's not
2: true. I looked up yours, and there's a couple. I wouldn't say a list by any means. No one worth noting. uh, Bob, anybody?
0: I got Dr. Dre and Walt Disney.
2: Okay, Ben?
0: uh for actors i don't know any actors really uh besides maybe the girl from game of thrones forget her name at the moment and also weird l yankovic nice that's a good one nice and drake if you move your birthday a day one day please (laughs) i i've criticized my mother before that's why i forgot your birthday this year because i thought it was when drake (laughs) that's when i celebrated bob that's why.
2: <laughs> and and the reason I do this is because do you guys want to guess who I share a birthday with.
1: I actually know Robert the answer. Robert De Niro.
2: That's not correct. Ben, did you want <laughs> okay. to hazard a I guess? I was
0: very confident. Yeah, give us one hint. I, I would not know what to pull out of my The hint is right
1: you don't give need us a, a hint. hint. Just go with your gut. Yeah. Go with my gut.
2: I, oh, uh, <laughs>
1: George Clooney
2: mark motherfucking Wahlberg, oh wow
0: okay. best person to share a birthday with that's what that's Burgos why i'm bringing awesome. it up that's the best that's great So oh. yes every
2: june 5th me and marky mark we we share a we share a birthday cake
0: every yeah oh. in boston right while you also in stop boston
2: it.
0: Oh, my God, that's such a good one. (laughs) And you guys go to a Red Sox game
1: every year. That's wild.
0: We hold hands the whole
2: time.
1: Speaking of birthdays, though, the movie we're reviewing is having a birthday pretty soon. Of course, I'm talking about Ocean's Eleven, released on December 7th, 2001. Written by Ted Griffin, directed by Steven Soderbergh, who also directed movies such as Logan Lucky, Magic Mike, Contagion, and the next two movies in this Ocean's Trilogy. This movie stars everyone under the sun, including George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Julia Roberts, Andy Garcia, Carl Reiner, Don Cheadle, Bernie Mac, Elliot Gould, and several more. And I'm sure we'll get through the cast. Is
0: Mark Wahlberg not in this movie? Maybe I missed a spot.
1: Well, I guess I'll get to it now. I got some cast trivia for you here. I'll just throw it in while we're talking about it. This is uh, from IMDb, so take it with a grain of salt. But Matt Damon's part, as Linus Caldwell, was meant for Mark Wahlberg. He turned oh, it down man. in order to start in Planet of the Apes, which was that's just a while Shout
0: yet. out to my dad. Maybe that's the one he picked. They need to read do they need to do Oceans twenty-one with Mark Wahlberg. And it's just Mark Wahlberg twenty one times. <laughs> yeah. And twenty-one <laughs> guns in his hands.
1: The other uh Cash trivia just while we're on it. Apparently Luke and Owen Wilson were gonna play the uh the brothers of Rachel oh. and Turk who are Casey Affleck and the other guy. Glad they didn't because Casey
0: Affleck and I think that's uh James Conn's side. Sk- yeah, I always forget. Scott Conn.
2: But,
0: Scott Con. but I, I love Casey Affleck and like it makes me think of um Goodwill Hunting where he's like bickering with Ben Affleck the whole time. I think he's hysterical as like that kind of character.
2: Um but just another in inside trivia to that, Scott Kahn's father was James Kahn, who starred in The Godfather, and Virgil and Turk were actually a shout-out to The Godfather because there is a character called Virgil the Turk Salazzo.
0: Oh, wow, that's cool. Also starred in Elf.
2: Whew.
1: Which one of them starred in Elf? James Kahn.
2: Oh, yes, uh. he did. <laughs> His second most known role. <laughs>
1: And then, uh just the last bit of casting trivia, apparently Bruce Willis was originally cast as Danny Ocean, but had to pull out and then uh if I don't know if you guys have seen this movie or any of the other two in this trilogy, but he makes a an appearance as himself in oceans twelve so um but yeah let let's just start with the usual question for uh Ben we'll start with you. Had you seen this movie before, and if not, what were you expecting going into it? And what were your general impressions? I have not seen this movie before. I don't know why I haven't.
0: It's uh, After watching it, I, I really like this movie. I like a good, well-thought-out like bank heist movie, just any robbery movie. I do like them. I don't know why I don't watch more of them. I know there's the classic Heat. I've never seen Heat. I feel like I want to watch that now after this one before I watch like Ocean's 12 and 13 even. But this movie was really good. Uh, When you were just saying that Bruce Willis was almost in this role, I'm glad it was George Clooney. It just feels more... Upscale because he's in it. I feel like it was like perfectly cast. Even with Matt Damon, he's more subtle than Mark Wahlberg. Everything about this movie just felt right. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad this was the movie we picked. What about you, Bob? Yeah, for me, um, I was about 95% sure that I had seen this movie before. I knew the entire plot, I knew what actors were in it, I remember certain scenes. But then at, when I rewatched it this morning, I was like, I don't fucking remember that. Like, I, 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 I don't think I'd seen it before. I really thought I had, and when I was watching it, I was genuinely surprised by a lot of the moments. So, I don't know. It was really good. I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, I, I didn't. I wouldn't call this like a perfect movie. It was very entertaining. It was a good watch. Um, you know, if I had to, off the top of my head, I'd rank it. I'd give it like a seven point five slash eight ish. Very good. Enjoyable um i do want to watch oceans 12 and oceans 13 now but um yeah pretty enjoyable pretty solid movie
1: so when we were discussing trying to figure out what movie to watch this week i was trying to think of any movies that i may have had a memory of watching with gary here and one of the first so ones... was this or passion of the christ <laughs> yeah <laughs> well apparently i've got mixed memories on that one there um but I this is the first one that kept popping up for me, plus Netflix has been trying to shove this down my throat for the last month or whatever since it's been on there. <laughs> and when I brought it up, uh, apparently I had fonder memories of watching it with Gary than he had of watching it with me because he, <laughs> he had no memories of watching this movie together. I'll say that I know Bob, you know, famous quote of saying he's seen Space Jam 300 times or whatever. <laughs> I would not be surprised if I've seen this movie somewhere between 40 and 50 times. Wow. really it might be like the top three movies i've seen the most in my life i feel like it's not on as much as i would think of maybe that's because i've never seen it though is it on tv a lot i feel like it used to be maybe not so much anymore but there's definitely a period of time where it was on we own it on dvd since dvds were made i'm pretty sure it was in like the first batch we got plus it's been on and off netflix over the years so yeah and i imagine on like the average age of someone who watches Ocean's Eleven for the first time, I gotta be skewing pretty low because I think right. one of the other reasons I love this movie so much is because it's my introduction to basically this entire cast of all these actors who are obviously you know very famous, really good actors who are in a ton of other stuff, but I feel like this is like my touchstone for basically every actor in this ensemble. So we did rewatch it yesterday and like I said, could have been number 45 for me, but I love this movie. I think it's damn near perfect and I will watch it again in the next 6 months, I bet. What about you?
2: Uh yeah, my fondest memory of watching this with Jeremy was last night. <laughs> um but yeah, I it, it, I've I've seen this movie multiple multiple times um on DVD on Netflix like you said streaming and it, it is the the three of them, the trilogy does show up on your TBS and Paramount's uh More often than not, Uh, Bob, I'm going to give you a little advice. Skip 12 and go right to 13 if you are actually going to watch these.
0: I looked up the uh, the reviews after because I was like, oh, that was really good. Like, let me see like what's considered the best one because I knew there was multiple, and I saw that twelve wasn't really that high on the list. So yeah, I mean, that's that's what my question was going to be. Like, is it worth it to watch the next? Yeah, two? I mean, I, this is the best one, right?
2: This is definitely the best one. Okay. I would certainly say, you know what, watch twelve just to just to cross it off your list, right. and then watch thirteen twice just to get the taste of twelve out of your mouth. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, but yeah, I mean, I've. Obviously, I'm a little older than you guys, so I've actually seen the original. I'm not even sure you guys are aware that this is a remake. Uh, I, know was, that. I had no idea. Yeah, The original Ocean's Eleven was a Rat Pack movie, and the part of Danny Ocean was played by Frank Sinatra. Oh, I want to wow. see that one. Um the only characters to share a name with this remake, everybody else is different and but the plot is the same. In fact, uh it was a robbery of a of multiple casinos in the original movie. It was 5. This one is 3. Um and uh, you know, there's similarities, but this is a this is ultimately a brand new, you know, a brand new remake. But uh, a very good movie, um not the first as Jeremy was saying, not the first one I've seen of you know, any one of these casts. Um, but I think as Bob was saying, I think it was perfectly cast. I think, uh, I think Luke and Owen Wilson, I think they would have been fun as, as Virgil and Turk because, you know, they're, they're pretty goofy, just like, just like, uh, Scott Kahn and, uh, Casey Affleck are. But, i'm not saying that they did a bad job so it was a very good movie a great watch an easy watch it's i've seen it so many times you can just plop it on and and kind of veg out a little bit um and pick it up and and just enjoy it can i go with a random casting
0: real quick like just a random spot that would have been a little better maybe uh anyone else here can correct me but i didn't know either of those boxers could we have gotten like mike tyson and someone else just in that role just for the second linux were those just two random
2: people well no i mean those are those were the two top boxers at the time the movie was made that was the heavyweight oh, okay. champion of the world and the number one contender now the the sad thing is those two never fought in real life oh wow um yeah so i mean you put some you put pop culture in a movie and it's got a shelf life of a day and a half so unfortunately There's nobody without, you know, unless you're putting Rocky Marciano and Muhammad Ali fighting each other, you can't throw, you know. uh,
0: uh. That's true. That's what I didn't know. I didn't know if they chose boxers at the time or if it was like just a random, random people. But I guess I respected more that at the time they were the top two boxers in the world. Right. That's what makes it cool, I think. Um, My favorite cast, not casting. I don't know. My favorite part of this movie I think is George Clooney as Danny Ocean, because I don't think I've seen many George Clooney movies, if I'm being honest. And if I've seen a movie with George Clooney in it, he definitely wasn't the lead. This is probably the first movie that I've watched, and it's, it was, as sad as it is to say, I think this is the first George Clooney movie that I've watched where he has been the lead actor. And I, it was, like, weird. It was, like, interesting. I was like, oh, man, who's this guy? Like, like, he's fucking cool. Like, I don't know. I'm big on George Clooney now.
2: Have you not seen Three Kings? No, because his co star was Mark Wahlberg.
0: Well, hold on. George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg movie? I might have to look at I'm with Bob on this one, though. Like, I haven't seen many George Clooney movies. I think the only one I've seen where he's actually the lead character is like up in the air, which is some stupid ass movie. But yeah, when you watch this movie, you're like, okay, I I get why he's like, for like 10 years there, he was like the most attractive man in the world because I'm like, I want to be this guy's friend. Yeah. People are like, name an actor, people are like, oh, George Clooney, you know, like he's like the first name out of your mouth. But like, I, as, as famous as he is and as well known as he is, I was like, I haven't really seen a, a lead role by George Clooney before. I've seen him as a supporting actor or cameos or whatnot, but like, I need to look into him some more because I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed every, every second that he was on my screen.
1: I also love his introduction. And this can be said about basically everyone in his crew because they do have to introduce 11 plus side characters in this movie and i feel like every introduction they give when they're doing kind of the montage of getting the whole gang together the way they introduce each character is like surgically precise and the way the movie starts with his interview for parole and the way he's answering these parole questions as like a sarcastic asshole, just sets the tone for him for the entire movie and i think this i think this has some of like the most the best underrated comedy. Like I would almost call this a comedy movie for me personally. I total, totally totally agree. There's for the 50 times I've seen it. There's parts that make me laugh every single time, and one of them is right at the beginning when he talks about how his wife left him, and they ask if he'll fall into yeah. self-destructive habits again. He's like, I don't think she'll leave me again just for kicks, and I'm like, okay, I know who this guy is, and I want to watch him rob three casinos.
0: That's how I felt too, just because when you mentioned that Bruce Willis would have been almost Danny Ocean, I just feel like this movie's not the same then. Like George Clooney's so smooth and it feels like he has like the perfect role and he's like that sarcastic person at the beginning. And you just like that's like what made me excited for the movie. Sometimes there's the opening scenes where you're like, Come on, let's just get to the get to the movie. But I could watch just George Clooney just like smooth talking for like an hour and a half.
1: And then I also just his relationship with Brad Pitt I think is awesome and they're kind of like unique language they share, which I guess is implied to be like a, like a thieves language, the way they discuss like the different tactics they're going to use. And they have all these like code names for them or in other scenes where Danny will be talking to Rusty and having a full conversation where Rusty doesn't say a word. He's just like asleep on the bar counter and Danny Ocean's just having a full conversation with him and they keep moving forward. I don't. Know, everything about their friendship is perfect, in or my even, opinion.
2: Or even in that one scene where Basher comes in and says, they gnawed up the couplet in his horrible Cockney <laughs> accent. But, uh, you know, George George Clooney says, or uh, Danny says to Rusty, do you think we can? And right away, Rusty knew exactly what he was talking about and said, by tomorrow. It's like, like Jeremy said, they just have this bond that they don't even, they can, they don't even have to finish each other's sentences because they know what they're talking about.
0: Yeah. It's implied that they've done this, you know, multiple times. These are your top tier criminals, you know, and that's, uh, that's, that's probably one of the more interesting parts of the movie is their relationship because yeah, it is, it is an interesting bond that the two share. And yeah, I, I totally agree. Every time those two are like on screen together and
1: interacting, it's, it's cool. Before we get too far from the just the general casting stuff, did you guys pick out any of the, uh, I don't even know what they consider them in the movie, like the C-tier, C-list actors that Rusty's playing cards with at the beginning? Yeah, that was uh, great.
0: That, that guy was from the Mighty Ducks, Joshua and uh, Topher Grace, obviously. I like that they were using the, the real names. It was weird that Topher Grace was Topher.
2: <laughs> well, they were all playing themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. My guy from the Mighty
0: Ducks was uh was one of them.
2: Yeah. Um, Josh, is that his name? Yeah. Josh. Yeah. Um, in fact, all was it five of them, um, at the time, uh, were starring in their own TV shows. So they all had some kind of relevance. I wouldn't say a list by any means, but uh, yeah. But
0: Topher Grace in the early two thousands. Well, that's was was kind of famous. Seventies show
2: yeah that that's yeah. probably the most famous oh, yeah. he's ever been well which is why he had the biggest speaking part right um, and the 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 other four were were kind of a side note but they were all like I said starring in different in different TV shows at the time
0: I love stupid shit like that in movies though where they can just add something that people can latch on like like how we are 20 years later Think about this though think about that when you're watching that all those people in that scene were like popular enough stars at the time. Same thing with the boxing. Those are the two biggest, you know, heavyweights of the era fighting. Like, can you imagine watching this movie in, two, what does it come out, 2001 or 2000?
2: 2001.
0: Imagine being in a theater in 2001, how much better this would be just because there's a lot of cultural relevance with, like, those side actors, with the, the, with the fighting, you know, like, I wonder if there's more stuff that we might have missed because, you know, we're watching it in 2020, but, like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of cool that there's little 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 bits of cultural relevance for the time period. But uh, I didn't know either of those. I mean, I just thought – I'm so stupid when they're like, oh, Topher Grace is playing a guy named Topher. I, I, you know, I didn't pick up on that. What a coincidence. I did, I did the, the first boxers, thing I thought but... was the Joshua. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that guy's name is Josh in real life. And then they said Topher. I'm like, oh, they're all playing themselves. Okay. yeah, It makes complete sense now. But when I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs>
2: And a couple of things in the casting based on the, the boxing match. If you look in the audience, you have um, who the Tiger guys, Siegfried and Roy are two people yeah. that are in the audience, as well as uh, an actor by the name of Frank Silva and an actress by the name of Angie Dickinson. Those two were actually in the original Ocean's Eleven. I think they might this be is, the, the this last is, two alive at the time of the film that were that were Quality,
0: quality commentary. This is the best guest we've ever had. <laughs> Wait,
2: I'm sorry. I, I, I just, is there a I note of surprise in your sorry. voice? Was, wasn't Wayne Newton? Was Wayne Newton? Wayne Newton, Newton also him? was in there. Yeah, okay. Um, the Siegfried, and Roy, the yeah, Siegfried and Roy and Wayne Newton were your Las Vegas staples. That's why they were in the audience. Frank Silva and Angie Dickinson were a, a shout-out to the original Ocean's Eleven.
1: There's also something I, I hadn't even caught in my first 44 viewings of this. There's an MCU reference when the crazy guy is yelling out to Saul, who's playing Lyman Zurga at the time, and he's yelling, Saul, it's me, Bucky Buchanan, aka the Winter oh. Soldier. Wow, I didn't. That's interesting. This is pre MCU, so not really an MCU shout out, but it is but a Marvel Bucky, shout out.
2: It's a mar- yeah, it's a Marvel because from the comic books.
0: Are we? Why did um Don Cheadle have to have that accent? Could he just not play Don like the normal American accent?
2: If you read some of the trivia about this, he actually went to England to try to learn it, and after the fact, admitted that he was terrible at it
0: (laughs) because he was. (laughs) He he
2: was, and he he and actually in the next two movies, he wanted to lose it, and they wouldn't let him just for continuity.
1: This was actually they my should've. my introduction to an English accent, so I thought this was what all English people sounded like, and now <laughs> everyone else sounds fake to me. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> any uh, standout moments? I know we've mentioned a couple already, but are there any favorite moments that uh, blew you away while you were watching it? Or I'll ask you two, since it's your first time. Were you shocked or confused at all with the uh, the kind of twist ending once... They finally reveal what really happened. That's kind of Steven Soderbergh's M.O. when it comes to directing movies is to lead you one way and then show you what really happened. It didn't
0: really throw me too much for a loop. I kind of, I don't know. These guys were portrayed as like very smart and they knew what they were doing. So like, I mean, when it actually happened, I was like, oh, shit, didn't see that coming. But then after, right away, I was just like, okay, well, of course, like, that makes sense. They're very smart. They would do something like this. Like, So, like, at first, I, it, it kind of got me. But then I was like, no, that's kind of, like, on par with the way the characters are being portrayed. Like, yeah, they would be smart enough to do, to do something like that that would deceive everybody, including us, the audience that are watching. But, um, uh, I don't know, standout moments. I don't really have any specific standout moments. I just, I just really enjoyed that entire cast. I really enjoyed the movie, uh, start to finish. I mean, you can pick. You can't go 20 minutes watching this movie without seeing a scene that you really like. So I don't. I think the whole movie is good. Um, not perfect. It's not. I mean, it's not gonna make my top 10. But it was a great watch. And like I said earlier, I just want to watch all the other oceans movies now.
2: I thought one of the scenes I liked was when Danny Ocean went to visit Linus Caldwell, watches him on the subway pickpocketing the the guy, and then he pickpockets Linus. And then, of course, you know, takes the wallet and replaces it with his business card. I just thought that that was pretty cool. You know, here's a thief robbing a thief who robbed some guy.
0: No, yeah, I agree with you. That was one of the cooler scenes because it's just like, It's just like a little gimmick in the movie where it's showing them showing off basically, and uh, I love a good like random pickpocket scene, and and then to have back to back, come on, that's great. Uh, my thing was like, um, yeah, this uh for me the movie standout scenes is more. It's tough because it feels like it's a lot of just planning, and I love like planning scenes, and you don't really know what's coming. The the thing that stuck out to me, and I want to ask you guys this: I I don't know if this is too rude or whatever, is Julia Roberts attractive enough to be like the smoke show in the movie? No, be, be, because George Clooney's <laughs> like in love with her, and like um Matt Damon's like, oh yeah, she's looking good, and like uh, Brad Pitt's then like, yeah, she looked good, and I'm like, did she though? Is Julia Roberts like that attractive? No. Like she's a great no. actress, like great, a great uh. wonderful actress, but uh. like. I don't know who I would have picked in their role. I know Bob's already on my side, but I'm curious, Mr. Baldwin, like what you think about that. Like, as, like, because she was a huge movie star when this came out, obviously.
2: Yeah, I certainly wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, um, she's not unattractive by any means, but yeah, I mean, the smoke show that she is made out to be, probably not so much. I mean, you know, look around the COT and find somebody better. But
0: <laughs> yeah, the dialogue though, the way the dialogue is, it's like, Oh yeah, this is a, this is a, a piece of, ass. you know, I was like, ready. I was ready to see who came walking but... down those stairs in that red and I'm dress. Just like, <laughs> Julia Roberts. I was, I was like, wait, <laughs> what? Maybe not for me, but like, you know, <laughs> Ben, I'm happy you brought it up because I was thinking the
1: same thing. I was like, we could, we could do better.
2: She went a little heavy on the Botox and the lips too, for this movie, I think.
1: Yeah. yeah. I do think she has uh, one of my favorite lines, though, or one of my favorite interactions when uh, Danny Ocean goes and visits her in the restaurant and they're kind of catching up after he got out of jail. And I think she's got a lot of great lines in in this whole back and forth, but also when he starts going, now I always confuse Monet and Mane. And then he says something about each of them and she just deadpan just goes, yeah, and they both paint occasionally. Like, that whole yeah. back and forth, I, I just love the writing in that scene.
0: Yeah, and if we're talking about, like, scenes, too, or just, like, suspense, because there's, there's some suspense in this movie. It's not, like, because in the end, you know they're going to get away with it more, so maybe because I know there's an Ocean's 12 and 13. But my suspense, like, I like the Yen, what's his name? Is it the Amazing Yen? And he, yeah. like, has to get out of there, and, like, the the thing he pushes off, that i don't even know what you would call it but it it almost touches the laser
2: the briefcase, like
0: that was like the most suspenseful uh, suspenseful part of it i feel like but there's never really a part in this movie where i'm like they're not going to get away with it even when because most movies when you know what's going to happen that you at least at some point think oh they're going to get caught but i I, I never thought they were not going to get caught here
1: you mean you weren't nervous when those two big bald guys with goatees asked the third big bald guy with a goatee to come beat up Danny Ocean?
0: That was that was, I guess, the biggest twist to me was like him beating the shit out of him and then not beating the shit out of him.
1: I always find okay. it funny that those two are apparently incapable of beating him up so they call a third <laughs> I know, guy I was in. confused <laughs> by that.
0: Yeah. I, I need what happened with the guy that was supposed to beat him up that when they got into the room, he's just like, Oh hey, what's up, bro? Like, we're buddies. We send Christmas cards to each other. Like I needed a scene to explain why those guys knew each other.
2: Well, Danny knew everybody in in Vegas, and he did say that he had to give this guy a couple million not to really beat the shit out of him. My question in this whole scene was that they were supposedly in that room by themselves for, God, a good half hour, 45 (laughs) minutes. I think he (laughs) should have looked a little worse.
0: I was thinking the same thing. George Clooney should have been like, beat the shit out of him. Like yeah, shouldn't he be dead? He able punched to him talk in the, at, the least. Face at first. At the very least, he would have a bruised eye. But you would think he would have punched him in the face a little more. He should he should have looked worse than he did.
1: I'll I'll give you that criticism. You're right. This is only a nine and a half out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I will mention just my other I think favorite moment in this movie is at the very end when uh, Rusty goes to pick up Danny from his three to six month stint for uh, breaking parole. And he has Tess in the back seat. And uh, they get in and she says, we need to get Rusty a girl. And he goes, I think there's a women's prison down the road. That line <laughs> yeah. forever that will was, make me laugh. That, that is a good line. It.
0: And then are those guys just following, following her? Or they're following, just trying to figure out where this money is because they know George Clooney had something to do with it? Correct.
1: Andy Garcia. I assume we find out. Yeah, he, in Ocean's he knows 12. that they're in on it, and it does come back in Oceans Twelve. He actually is in both of the next two movies. So Andy Garcia, or yes, yes. yeah, well, they or George are. Clooney is
2: George Clooney. Yes, in
0: that? yes, he still oh, okay. <laughs> is is Matt Damon in all of them? Yeah. Yes. No, Mark Wahlberg's in Oceans Thirteen.
2: <laughs> and by the way, the the two goateed bodyguards are former professional wrestlers. Oh nice
0: I should have known, known, known them. I don't know them though
1: All right, any other final thoughts on Oceans eleven obviously, we all know mine. great movie. everyone should watch it and then watch it again. honestly, talking about it now, I could watch it again today.
0: I would just like to say it's a quality movie it's a it's a good watch it's uh yeah its it's a good good quality movie if you haven't seen it, if you're someone like me that thought you saw it. You might want to double check and go, <laughs> go watch the movie because, uh, yeah, uh, it's good. Yeah. If you're, if you're somebody who has not seen this movie, I, 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 could, I could recommend it. And, you know, you're, you're going to enjoy yourself. It's, it's a good movie. Yeah. My thinking off it is great heist movie. And it makes me want to go watch more heist movies. Not necessarily 12 and 13 now that apparently 12 is not as good as I would have previously thought i'll eventually get around to it i think both of them are on netflix so i'll probably watch both of them but yeah it makes me want to go watch hate and then maybe uh den of thieves i think is also on netflix it makes me want to go watch more heist movies
2: well gun to my head um i think this this is a movie <laughs> that uh any pe anybody who is running a movies-based podcast should have already seen so um
0: <laughs> we don't claim to be a good movie <laughs> podcast <laughs> Just a but big we one. are a movie podcast. <laughs>
2: um, but really, yeah, definitely a, a watcher. Um, you know, you can't take it too seriously. Um, they don't take themselves seriously, which I think makes for a great movie.
1: All right. Thank you, boys, for being here. Mr. Bauman, thank you for joining us from the other side of the pod. Thank you for Calm having sir. me. Call him sir. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. And remember... There's always someone watching in my casino. We'll see you next week.